Good afternoon, everyone. I hope you're doing well. Welcome to today's lesson. I would have really loved us to have a Zoom lesson, but if you check your timetable, our lesson falls, you know, towards end of the day. And according to the school policy, we are not supposed to have a Zoom lesson uh, towards the last periods like that, okay? So I'm also checking here, and it's showing that tomorrow we have an early morning lesson, okay? So I will be able to uh, schedule a Zoom meeting, and I will send you the details so that we could meet and talk some more. All right, so for today's lesson, we are talking about how European attitudes towards Africa started to change. You know, more and more Europeans started considering actually going to Africa, actually living in Africa, perhaps. And, you know, that whole myth that Africa was a dark continent was slowly falling away. Right. So there are nine reasons given in your module as to why those attitudes were improving. Right. You'll find that the first reason is that Europeans were still very curious about Africa. They were not satisfied just, uh, you know, exploring North Africa. Remember, at this point, they'd only been as far as North Africa, but they wanted to know what was beyond the Sahara Desert, what was beyond you know, the jungles and, and all the forests. They wanted to see the whole of Africa. And this is the reason why they wanted to come to Africa. Then there's also other reasons that we call humanitarian. Humanitarian means, you know, had to do with that humane nature of Europeans where they really wanted to do something good in Africa. So you'll find that they came... Uh, to try and provide uh, safe medicine to Africans to stop some evil practices that were going on in Africa, like human slavery and human sacrifice. Okay, so they wanted to enlighten Africans about how some of these things uh, were not good for human beings. Okay, right. Then number three, they also wanted to spread Christianity. Like we mentioned at the start of the topic, you know, African religions were not understood back then. And uh, Africans at the time uh, used to do things that were unknown uh, to Europeans as part of their religious culture. And, you know, these explorers wanted to come and introduce what they called a civilized way of worshipping. They wanted to introduce Christian principles which would allow them to communicate and relate better with Africans. Well, it's, it's not just that they wanted to do good things for Africa. We do know that they did have some kind of selfish interest because they wanted raw materials from Africa. Most of Africa was productive, uh, what we call virgin lands, because, you know, the resources were just there and had not been used up, okay? And the space to expand businesses was actually there. Raw materials like gold, like rubber, like palm oil, like timber, like diamonds, crude oil, all these things were readily available in, in Africa. And these explorers thought to themselves, you know, imagine if we could take these resources back home 
to our own countries. Imagine what this could do for us. Imagine the wealth that it could generate for us. I think the only mistake that Europeans made uh, with that issue is assuming that they could just waltz in and take these resources uh, without the permission of, of Africans because these resources belonged to, to Africans. Right, so you'll find uh, Europeans also wanted to open up Africa so that Africa could be um, a trading center which connected with the rest of the world. There were already some uh, lucrative trade routes that stretched as far as as India, as far as China. But, you know, these trade routes excluded Africa and only incorporated certain parts of Eastern Africa, certain parts of North Africa. And, you know, it had gone well. You'll find that along uh, that East Eastern trade route that went as far as India, a lot of money had been made. So many of these explorers figured, you know, if we could open up the rest of Africa, probably even more profitable trade routes could be established. Right, and, and you know, Europeans also wanted to discover what the source of the Nile was. And, you know, they spent years and years traveling around East Africa and trying to find the mouth of the Nile River, okay? And ultimately, some explorers had to give up their health and others lost their lives in the process of exploration, but they were able to map a way forward to say, this is where the Blue Nile starts and this is where the White Nile starts and this is where they meet together, right? So Europeans also wanted to establish new markets in Africa. They figured this place was unentered and they could produce whatever materials or goods they were making in Europe and come and sell them cheaply in Africa and make huge profits because after all, Africans had never seen most of these products. And the discovery of quinine really was one of the major stepping stones which encouraged the arrival of, of Europeans in, in Africa because now there was basically a treatment for malaria. It wasn't perfect, but at least it could prevent so many ailments and so many diseases. It, it gave the human body a natural immunity, okay? So Europeans were able to travel far and wide and explore this unentered region with all these unknown diseases. Quinine was able to protect them. And the last point has to do with the opening of the Suez Canal. You see, the Suez Canal is right next to Egypt, and it separates Africa and, and Asia, okay? But it was an important strategic point because once it was opened up, it means there was an entry point into, into Africa, okay? It means Asians could come into Africa, Europeans could come into Africa, and in the same light, Africans could go to Asia and to Europe. It, it, it was like the moment that it dawned on the whole world that Africa could actually be part of the rest of the world. It could actually connect with the rest of the world. And no doubt, 
many Europeans entered Africa through the Suez Canal. Okay, right. So I've also attached a little map for you there, which shows, you know, the, the, the regions in Africa, how Africa is divided into many different parts. We have Northern Africa, West Africa, East Africa, Central Africa, and Southern Africa. And now that the decision to explore Africa had been made, it means that Africa had to be explored in stages, okay? Right, so those various parts would be explored in, in stages. Right, so when we meet in our next lesson, we're going to talk about how West Africa was explored first, and then came East Africa, and then came Central Africa. We do know that at this point, uh, North Africa had already been discovered and uh, other Portuguese sailors like Vasco da Gama had already entered Africa in a southern direction, okay, and had actually established a center in southern Africa. So we want to know how the rest of Africa was actually explored. So in our next lesson, that will be our starting point.